after what happened last summer. We are going to the Bahamas. Nobody deserves a vacation more than Julie James. We have arrived in paradise. And here, miles from civilization. To a great weekend. Yeah, to a great weekend for She's me. finally gotten away from it all. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made Julie the key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Something to the screen. I said, What are you talking about? Right, you are listening to Don't Be That Guy. Got a sequel remix. This episode 286. I'm way off with our numbers. 326. <laughs> I'm Mark. He's Mike. Are, are we into the fourth quarter of 2020? Officially? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow will mark the this fourth is the quarter. This the day of the third quarter of the year 2020 yeah. of our Lord. Clock's winding down. There's about 40 seconds. We're just going to run the ball. We're going to get this into the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's where the real fun starts. We're holding our four up on our hands like yep. all the college players do. Fourth quarter, fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I go full fist like uh, like I'm sitting fourth down. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, you're the referee. Yeah, like, yeah, it's fourth down. It's like it's either fourth down or it's like some power move. Yeah, or, or it's just, hey, solidarity. Solidarity, yeah, solidarity, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it, it is, I mean, obviously it's a crazy year. It's, it's not uh, controversial to say the that. The worst year. <laughs> you have, you, not controversial. I, I don't want to go out on a limb here and say, hey, 2020, kind of a funky year. Kind of weird. I, this year was, so, year was so weird. January was a million years ago. I think we all had the feeling that March was the longest month in the history of mankind. And then kind of once we got into like May, it just flew by. Suddenly... We're winding down. Yeah, and now we're into October. Uh, fall season. We made it through another summer. It's a mir- Somehow it's a miracle that NFL is playing. Yeah. Um, Baseball playoffs start t- today. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, according to uh, President Trump in the debate last night, uh, we can thank him for football. Yeah. He, he did it. Yep. He gave us football. Made a call, I guess. I don't know. That, 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 was, that, was, that was his call. That's, uh, and, and we do thank him. <laughs> I was, as a Kansas City Chiefs fan, mm-hmm. I was greatly, like, I was worrisome that my team would not get opportunity to defend the title. Yeah. Because that's always the big thing. Like, can you get back? Can you do it again? Yeah. It's a big thing. Not a lot of teams make it back. No. You know, Unless you're the New England Patriots. You know, Patriots did. Seahawks did that one time. You made know, it back. Yeah. yeah, made it back. Um, also, on that note, do we count... Are we actually counting this baseball season as a baseball season? Um, Is it going to be in the stats? Is it going to be in the records? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, batting stats, I guess. Like, does anyone actually have so qual- enough qualifying at bats? Yeah. The home run leader had like twenty three or something and, like that. And, and does it like, does it count as a playoffs? Should we even vote a MVP? Like, should we even play the World Series? Yeah. Like, do you if you win, are you truly the World Series champion? I think we should crown an, a World Series champion. We shouldn't have any awards though. No one, no one could have won the Cy Young in <laughs> no in sixty games. No, you know. Uh, 
I mean, I'm, I'm glad they played. Yeah. But to me, it was just kind of like a little side piece entertainment thing. Yeah. Are we giving Mike Trout another MVP? Is that what's happening after 60 games? I'm not. I'll I mean, never. If you got, I, I mean, never vote for. You him. can't give it to anyone else. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I know it's like I don't really know like what's the status with the NBA. Like, rookie, rookie of the year. Do they even qualify? Can you win the rookie of the year this year, and still not have gotten enough plate appearances where you qualify again next year? <laughs> You may possibly be able to win two rookie two of the rookie of the year titles. Yeah, uh, yeah. NBA. I saw you know just like uh, in past. You know people hate the Lakers. You know, they're kind of a team to hate. You know they're very popular. And so it was a tweet that said, uh, "If the Miami Heat win um, the NBA Finals, that should be celebrated for you know overcoming and you know doing whatever they did. If the Lakers win, we put an asterisk on the season." <laughs> Just because it's the Lakers. I'm interested to see how this uh, baseball playoff, uh, how it works. Eight teams, that's fun. Yeah, it seems a little... Uh, are they doing full seven-game series? No, I think it's like 3-5-5 five, five or something I think, like that. See that? 3-5-5-7 five, 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 or something like that? That's better. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think the seven-game series is, are a little... They take attention out. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, when you yeah, game seven is epic, mm-hmm. but I mean, game five could be equally as epic. We just get there two days sooner, and we're on to the next thing faster. Yeah, because I mean that's one of the big things with the Major League Baseball playoffs—they just go way too long. Yeah, games they're snowing. Well, same about NBA. NBA is the worst. Just, it may take so much time in between six six weeks. Each game, of, it's like yeah, let's let's get through quick. If the finals are seven games, whatever the. the Leading up to it shouldn't be seven. No. It's not three, five, five. You can you can do this. Best of three. Yeah. One game. Go. Yep. Just you lose, you're out. But double elimination. Fifteen tournament. inning. Fifteen, 15 inning, inning, inning games. Yeah, game. Good call. Good yeah. call. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. This season three of Don't Be That Guy. It's it's, it's all sport. It's <laughs> it's pandemic sports. That's right. We just talk about all the new rules. <laughs> now we're still a movie podcast, that's what we do. Mainly we're talking about what have you been watching? I got a few things in. Um, we've been hitting, carrying on with watching The Sopranos. We've been hitting that hard. Um, I'm, I think I'm a week or two behind on The Boys now. Oh yeah. You 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 may know it as Dem Boys. Dem Boys, yeah. Um, and I think I'm a week behind on Lovecraft Country. Okay. Uh, kind of slowed down some TV the last few days. We yeah. Just took a chill pill. But, yeah, these are the last days of summer. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be plenty of time in the coming weeks. That's right. As we enter the fourth quarter, that's TV time. But I got some movies in. Um, a few. Not a lot, but a few. So, uh, from uh, 1946, I watched the classic movie Gilda, Rita Hayworth. Mm. Um, very famous movie. Uh, it's awesome. Such a good movie. Um, Gilda Rita Hayworth plays Gilda this put Rita Hayworth on the map and then next thing you know she's like you know the biggest pinup in World War 2 and stuff like that that's the movie they're watching in the Shawshank Redemption right Um, is it Gilda they're watching but yeah he he got the Rita Hayworth post yeah he gets a Rita Hayworth post yeah Um, but so Gilda's this like summer up promiscuous wife of a business 
God. Yeah. It's a, it's a good movie. It's it's a film noir, very good, uh, good acting. Um, so then, 1947, I, from 1947, I watched another film noir called They Won't Believe Me. Mm. And this is a cool movie. So the whole premise is this guy's on the, the, on the stand in, a, in a tr- his, his own uh, uh, murder trial. And uh, he's telling the story of what went down. It's, it's really cool. And he's in, uh, involved with multiple women. You know, who got killed? Who killed who? Um, and he's, he's kind of the narrator. So you're not sure if you, it's like uh, you, should, you should believe story you're seeing on screen he's yeah. the one telling it um so that movie's awesome and those have both been on uh, the tcm uh noir alley oh they're back yeah noir alley started back up in uh september uh so i've been back on that i missed one but i've caught the other couple here and then um i watched i was just kind of like checking out some lists of, um, you know, top this movie, top this kind of movie, and I saw a list of uh, mystery kind of detective movies and, and a movie I'd never heard of. Francis Ford Coppola in 1974. That is the same year that Godfather 2 came out. And so I'm not really sure on the timeline here. But he, he released a, wrote and directed a movie called The Conversation, starring Gene Hackman. It has an extremely young Harrison Ford uh, Robert Duvall makes a uh, an appearance. Uh, the female co small lead is uh, she's from something. Um, I gotta look it up. I I, uh, I think she's uh, Shirley from Laverne and Shirley, actually. Yep. Uh, C- Cindy Williams. Okay. Yep. Well known Cindy Williams. Uh, you know. Verna Shirley, American Graffiti, you know, she she was pretty big in the 70s. But, yeah, so Gene Hackman plays a surveillance contractor. He's like, specializes in audio surveillance, like private ed kind of stuff. And it is the coolest thing. There's all this cool, like, there's all these cool scenes of him, like, syncing up audio from different sources to, like, try to figure out what someone's saying. Um, it's a, it's kind of a crime mystery, uh, thriller. I'd never heard of it. I, I highly recommend it. It's really cool. It does have that Francis Ford Coppola pacing, Mm. kind of, kind of, kind of slow burn. Um, but man, what a cool movie. And I, and I, I can't recommend that enough. And I, I just saw it on a list and I, I took some notes on this list of things I want to watch, and that, and I found it, and it was on a uh, crackle. Okay. It on crackle, yeah. which commercial is, free. Yep. Oh uh, no, cur- yeah. full full of commercials. Yeah. I think one every fifteen minutes. But there's a, a quick thirty second. No, they were long. Oh, was like it? Oh, geez. long commercial breaks. It was distracting. I but watching it on crackle in a long time. It was streaming for free. Oh. I think that's Sony's streaming service. Um. It's free, you know. Yeah. It's free. You just download the app on your... Like, I use the Fire Stick. But yeah, so that's what I've been watching. What have you been watching? Oh, man, it's going quick. I've not watched any shows in two weeks. Uh, so I'm two weeks behind on my uh, Lovecraft Country. Haven't got out of season one of Dumb Boys. 
it's all it's all slowed down for me. I only got two movies in. One of them we actually reviewed on the show, and I've already done it as they would have been watching. I just watched it again. Uh, I watched Creed two. <laughs> I just I, I like that movie. Yeah, it's not as good as Creed one. Um, Why'd you choose two and not one? My mother was visiting. Okay. And over Thanksgiving, we watched Creed. And so she had not seen Creed 2. And I was like, oh, well, we got to watch Creed 2. And, uh, it, yeah. It, I mean, it's still, it's still very good. It's just not as good as the first. Like, if I was going to rewatch one, I feel like I, I would rewatch one, uh, one more. But uh, as, as I think last time we, we uh, reviewed, or last time I mentioned I watched it, those last 40 minutes, they're just, they're great. From the, from, from the montage to, to the end of the fight, it's... Uh, that's just that's just great, exciting sports movie making. Uh, make, makes you want to dig a hole with a sledgehammer yep, every yeah. time. Uh, and then I watched another movie. Uh, we talked about so last time we do the show, I had to watch The Shining, uh, and so I watched Doctor Sleep, which we may do uh, for a future show. So we won't go into too much details. But um, I was I watched with my wife. We never seen The Shining, never seen Doctor Sleep, and I had a feeling this was going to be the case. But just Doctor Sleep's twenty nineteen. I, she liked it more. I just think it's 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 a good movie and it's a little more modern. It's not as slow as The Shining. Um, yeah, but you can back back those. They they, they kind of uh, they they don't fit perfect together. But you watch them with a, a week apart from each other. You're like, oh yeah, that's nice. Kind of cool. kind of go together. Uh, and that's it. I watched two movies. And um, oh, you you mentioned your mom was in town, and and I I know your mom is a huge Fast and Furious fan. Yes. She have anything to say about the movie getting postponed? Oh no, no, it did not come up. She's a huge Fast and the Furious movie fan, but she's a Fast and the Furious movie man fan on DVD. Oh, so she's cool just to wait. Yeah, I don't even think she was aware that Fast Nine was supposed <laughs> to come out. Uh, she was just happy she got Hobbs and Shaw on DVD, uh, nice. you know, yeah. six months ago. Yeah. yeah, that'll hold her over until uh, Fast Nine. You know. Diesel's bad. John Cena. Kurt Russell's in those movies. I don't know if he's in that one, but he's he's in Kurt those. Kurt Russell? Mo- oh yeah. What? Kurt Russell's in there. Um, I don't know. Um, so, some actress. Some like. It's not Meryl Streep, but it's a Meryl Streep type. I think is in uh, is in Fast Nine. What's a Meryl Streep type? Like a Helen Mirren. It might be Helen Mirren. Like Mary. a Glenn Close? Like a, like like that age. Yeah. But like a, uh, uh, you know, like a prestige actress. Um, but it's not Meryl Streep. It's definitely not Meryl Streep. Uh, unless it is. Um, let's see. Do they have... I feel like she was in the trailer. Uh, it is Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren is Helen in that. Make, makes an appearance in the Fast 9, at least in the commercials. Um, very prestigious. Is it? Is this? Are we allowed to spoil Fast Nine? I'm looking at the cast, and this might get you excited. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Bow Wow's in it, so look forward to that. He's a rapper. From, a blank. Yeah. I, I was just going through the cast, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. There's a. That's who I was looking for. Was Helen Mary. Oh, you mean Lil Bow Wow? Oh, yeah. Well. He's listed here in, in the uh, the credits. It's just Bow Wow. First name Bow, last name Wow. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, okay, because I only know... Uh, maybe it's a different person. Yeah. I'm only aware of Lil Bow Wow. But he, he's listed. There's, 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 there's the Vin Diesel. 
There's, there's your Tyrese. You know he's going to be in. Of course, Luda is in these movies. And uh, you scroll down a little further, a little further, a little further. Bow Wow right there. So uh, looks like he's he's rejoining the uh, the Fast Universe. The, the Fastiverse. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Putting in work. Yeah. So uh, that's what I watched uh, outside of uh, the uh, two other movies we got in for this episode. Uh, we're continuing our people go on vacation movies to wind down summer. Yeah. We watched the 1998 sequel, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer is the sequel to so 1997, just the prior years, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, which starred Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Felipe, and um, Freddie Prinze Jr. Just a, just a who's who's of teen actors. And, and Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki shows up. I mean, that's a monster cast, yeah, right? That's at the time, no. But now, like, you look at those names, you're like, those are some careers. When those guys, you know, it's so tough in the 90s when all those guys, when, when all those names hit. Because... For the teen, the, those movies. I mean, was Cruel Intentions after this? Where Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Felipe are in it. Buffy's it was, after this. Where yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar's going to hit it big. Freddie Prince Jr. This is probably the start of then he's just going to go on and do all, uh, you know, She's All That. And, you know, just kind of be the the face of teen rom-coms for a while. And then, uh, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt, I think, was pegged as just like a it girl yeah. uh, coming out of Party of Five. And, um, I mean, this, I, I don't know if we have, like, I don't know if teen magazines, yeah. you know what I mean? The, there was teen magazine and 17 mag- Yeah. Uh, I don't know if those still exist, but. It'd be interesting, yeah. Everyone, yeah. except for maybe John Galecki, was on these things. Let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, this these were the, the, the who's who of teen magazine covers. It's 2020. Who had the best career? Is it Johnny Galecki just putting in twelve years of Big Bang Theory? I think it. I think that 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 does stand for a lot. I yeah. would honestly say Sarah Michelle Gellar because Buffy was huge. Yeah, and it went on so long and had spinoffs. It depends on who you grab. I think too. If it's twenty twenty, and you grab like, I don't know, like a fifteen year old kid who's just, well, do fifteen year olds watch Big Bang Theory? I think if you just caught someone and you were just like, you put up all five, it's like, hey. Who's the most recognizable face on here? It probably it's probably Geller and Galecki. Yeah, I think, I think so. It, depends, it just depends on. I mean, I, unless there's huge Ghost Whisperer fans. If, yeah, I, I yeah, guess, that was a popular show. And, and if you go older demographic, you know, uh, people who watch CBS, all the Big Bangs on there too. Yeah, maybe you go eight seasons of Ghost Whisperer, and you say, "Oh yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt." That, yeah. you know, that's. Um, and she's on one of the nine one one shows now. Yeah, I don't think anybody's picking Felipe. No, he he kind of had a yeah. he, unless they're big MacGruber fans. Was he like, MacGruber? Oh, that's the guy from MacGruber. I mean, he had some things like he did that uh, The Way of the Gun. Yeah, which was not a great movie, but it was a cool action movie. Um, Cruel Intentions was his huge one. Yeah, and um, and then really his career was defined by marrying Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they're... I don't think they're still married. I'm and then, sure. No, and I was going to say, and then uh, follow-up divorcing Reese Witherspoon, I think tabloid-wise, he was kind of marked as a villain. Just because, you know... Well, if, if you got big size of divorce, you're not picking against Reese Witherspoon. No. It's just like, that's no. America's sweetheart. Yeah. You know? yeah. 
I don't know how many America. I don't know how many sweethearts America gets, but she's like top six. Yeah, at least. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and the Frank Prince Jr. I mean, I could just fall off the face of the earth, right? Yeah, I mean, it's weird he never showed up like in his teeth because all all of them have teeth. Like he married Sarah Michelle Gellar. He he did, and maybe he's just supporting her. Stay at home dad. Yeah, while while she's doing her thing. Um, even Ryan Felipe, he's in the he's on a like, probably I can't I don't know if it's still going, but he was on the USA show, uh, Shooter, uh, based on the Mark Wahlberg movie, and yeah, I feel like Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jennifer Hewitt, obviously they all just kind of. Settled into TV roles, but Ryan Felipe or Ryan Felipe uh, Jr. never really showed up again that I can think of on like a sitcom or like an hour long drama where he just plays like a doctor or something. No, I don't. I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he would have been great on ER. Did you? Re- so I guess <laughs> did you revisit? I know what you did last summer. I did. Yeah, I did. This. Yeah. Uh, came out in nineteen ninety eight. Uh, it uh, starred all those people we just talked about. Uh, Directed by Jim Gillespie, not to be confused with Johnny Galecki. And I was like, oh, a little nepotism there. But they spell and pronounce their names differently. So, uh, <laughs> not the same. Uh, this comes on the heels of Scream, which came out the year before. It's actually written by the same uh, writer, Kevin Williamson, who, uh, who wrote Scream in 1996. Um, what did you think about I Know What You Did Last Summer? You know, I, revisiting it, um, I probably haven't seen this since, since I saw it, I think. I may have seen this in the theater. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but as a revisit for a movie that I thought was going to feel much more aged, I I actually enjoyed it. It was kind of that fun slasher movie. Um, so I, yeah, I had a, I had a good time watching it. For me, it was a fun revisit. And I don't know if it was because it I really liked it or I just enjoyed the nostalgia. It. Um, I saw this movie. So there was a time period uh, where, where all I knew about horror movies is what sh- was shown on USA Network. And that's where I got to watch Halloween's and the f- the Friday the 13th movies, uh, uh, Child's Play, all that other stuff. So my knowledge of horror movies was that we stopped making them as a society in 1989. And then like Scream hit and I was 11. And then it ushered in this whole, I think Scream kind of brought back the like the, the 90s slasher. It kind of created this, you know, if, if um, you kind of put horror genres into decades, 90s was definitely defined by the slasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had, like, Urban Legend and um, the Scream movies. And I know you did that summer. It was right up there with them. And this was also, like, right when I was old enough, probably too young, but old enough, my parents were letting me, like, read these as they were coming out. So mm-hmm. I remember I know you did that summer as, like, being current, like, oh, this is a movie that just came out, I get to watch it, and it's the best movie ever made. Yeah, and so on, an, on another note, so I know you did last summer, is actually is a book, right? Yep, based and, on and, a book. And so, like, this book, when I was in 7th or 8th grade, I would say, this book was huge. Mm. Like, in that junior high age, this was in the realm of... Uh, like you're you're grown out of the R.L. Stein goosebumps. Yeah. You're into R.L. Stein Fear Street series. <laughs> um, you and and Lewis Duncan had kind of this. She she had these teeny, uh, not as in small, but young adult. Yeah. Horror setting books, mm-hmm. and and I just remember I remember reading this book. This book this book was massively popular. 
at least in my junior high. Yeah. I mean, you can never get it. The library is always checked out. I I, but, I was unaware that uh, yeah. Until I did the research, that I was like, oh, based on a book. Yeah, this, and this of the book, same name. This book was huge. This yeah. was a massive, massively popular book. Yeah. yeah. So massively popular book. We're all coming off of the, the scream high. Uh, you have this cast where I think yeah, everyone's just like, oh, these are uh, the hottest young actors going today in a movie. Um, that whoever cast this movie knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like they really like they rounded them up. Especially Scream the year before, which, uh, yeah, I think it's a better movie. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, No question. But and as, as a copy, you know, as a inspired by, like, oh, we're also going to do a slasher movie. Um, yeah, you look at um, Scream, and as far as, like, the young actors, I don't think none of them were as, you know, Skeet Ulrich has had a nice acting career, and Matthew Lillard's a good character actor now and uh, you know Nev Campbell was pretty big yeah like she was de- uh, that was definitely her but coming up yeah. she was the party of five yeah. Nev Campbell was a star but you know the most popular people coming out of that movie is, is Courtney Cox and, yeah. and David Arquette um, and Courtney had already had friends going yeah for three four years yeah this point. one definitely just nailed all the the young yeah oh I, you know what I think the, I know you do that summer like they just nailed the casting in this one but Gee, now now I'm recasting, all the people in Scream went on to do something of note, too. I think uh, everyone I know you do last summer eventually became stars in their own right, it, you know, for different periods of time. But, I mean, Jamie Kennedy and um, Rose McGowan. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, both those movies, they, they, they quite the cast. Yeah. But um, we haven't even recounted I know you do last summer. It's uh, <laughs> these four friends, these four... Uh, very famous people. They, uh, it's, they're high schoolers. They Just are graduating, right? Just graduating, because yeah. it's 4th of July. They are partying. They're all going to go their separate ways. And in their night of partying, hit someone in the, in the road. They're, there's alcohol involved. So they dump the body. A year later, they all get, um, foreboding messages that someone knows what they did last summer. And, uh, then it kind of turns into... Uh, a slasher movie, uh, a whodunit. Um, yeah, I revisited it. it. It wasn't as good as I I remember it. You know, because we we did we did Scream Four last year, the year before, and I was like, Scream holds up. Yeah. And this one, I was like, oh, you can kind of see the flaws of the film, but it's still very. It's a fun movie, um, and people seem to like it. It had a $17 million budget. It grossed $125 million in the domestic box office. That's and incredible. A year later, we get a sequel. They, they rushed out the sequel to this movie called I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. This movie picks up a year later after I Know What You Did Last Summer. Jennifer Love Hewitt's Julie James and Freddie Prinze Jr.'s Ray, no last name given. Uh, I'm sure he has one. <laughs> Um, they are the survivors of uh, the fishermen who stalked them the year before. Uh, Julie is in college and she is having nightmares and her roommate uh, wins a contest to for a free trip to the Bahamas and takes Julie and another college student, um, Will, and her boyfriend, Mackay Pfeiffer, plays Ty. They go to the Bahamas. 
Ray is attacked by the fisherman, and now it's a race for him to get the Bahamas while people on the island start getting killed off. Um, before you rewatched I Still Know You Did Last Summer, what was your what was the reputation this movie had? What were your memories of I Still Know You Did Last Summer? I had never seen it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah I, I had no memories. So all reputation. Yeah. Like, I, or what you thought. I had no memories. I, I honestly, I didn't think that any of the returning cast was in this. Uh, I thought this was a completely new cast. I saw uh, on, the, on the poster, I remember seeing, um, uh, is it Brandy? Brandy. I remember yeah. seeing Brandy, you know, a big musical star. Yeah. Star and, of Moesha. And, as well. um, and so I was like, oh, you know, they're letting her act and this is what her vehicle is. Um, but honestly, like I had no, I had no idea if this was, you know, had positive reception from fans or what. Um, I just knew it existed. Yeah. I, I, I didn't remember my, the only thing I remembered of this movie was that it, it takes place in the, in the tropical setting. Um, Jennifer Hugh and Freddie Prince Jr. were back for it. And, you know, they were, their, their, their stocks were rising. So I was like, oh, yeah, they got the, the, those two back. And the only other thing I remember from this movie, I can remember if it was good or bad. I knew the twist, and I knew that Jack Black was in it as, <laughs> as, um, Titus? Is it as Titus, Titus, the um, dreadlocked, uh, weed-dealing pool, pool boy. Pool boy. <laughs> and the only thing I really remember, I, di- I didn't remember... If his character was funny, if his character was annoying. All I remember from it was the scary movie part where, in the movie Scary Movie, the, the comedy, where uh, Sean Wayans and the other guy are, they're, they're the killers, and they're talking about how scary movies have rotted their brains, and they talk about, they go, uh, how annoying all the characters are, and one goes, um, what was up with that dreadlocked, fat, white Rastafarian? And... Sean Williams goes, ooh, I wanted to kill that motherfucker. <laughs> and then Cindy Campbell just goes, uh, it was bad casting. <laughs> That's all I remember. Oh, I still know you did last summer. I was like, I know those things. I, I know the twist. <laughs> well, And we'll get into the twist. And I knew that Jack Black played a uh, dreadlocked <laughs> pot dealer. Uh, what did you like about I, I still know what you did last summer? Well, I did enjoy Jack Black just showing up for me because I had no clue. And, yeah. um, and I like Jack Black. Yeah. I don't think... He was exceptional in this movie, but him just showing up made me laugh. Um, I, I, I also I enjoyed that they got Jennifer Love Hewitt back and yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. back because I didn't expect them until I saw Logan Chris. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, oh, you just so you started the movie. You had no idea, no clue. I had no idea. It was they, Brandy who you saw in the poster. Yeah, and so it just opens. There's a reveal. It's a it's high heels. Pans up, a woman sits down, and you go, "That's that's JLH." I'll be damned. They got yeah, it. Yeah, J Love. Yeah, I had no clue that they they got her back yeah. for it. Um, Sipes, do you when you finished? I know we did last summer. Were you under the belief that she died? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So of course, why, why would she be in it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that. And they got her. Yeah, and then they they, they, they change it. They, they write it off. They say, oh, it was a dream. Yeah. She has nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, like uh, Friday 13th. Yeah. That's, you yeah. 
paying homage. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I liked that they got the cat, you know, some of the cast back. I mean, obviously the rest of the cast was dead uh, or murdered. Yeah, uh, Fisherman kills a lot of people. Who were, you know, avenged. Was it murder? I don't know. Seems like he was just, you know, they were just getting their comeuppance. Johnny Lucky didn't do anything. Um, no, that's true. But, you know, when you, you know, collateral damage happens, Mark. Yeah. You're in the way. Seemed unnecessary to kill Johnny Lucky, unless he needed that hook. Um, Sam Michelle Geller's uh, sister. Oh, Bridget Wilson. Yeah. 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 And, um... Forgot. And an unsuspecting cop. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. But I like that. I, um... Yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed the setting. I like uh, getting getting them to this like remote island or whatever. Yeah. That's, I, I like a movie on a remote island. That's always cool. It's good. Great setting. setting. Also, just as a, I mean, that's how you get Jennifer Hugh and Freddie Prince back. You go. They're like, I don't really want to do. You know, and Jennifer Hugh had come out, so she had never done she, in trivia. She never does another horror movie again, which may be a mistake on her part. I, I don't know how many movies you have to do to become a screen queen, but I think she was on her way. Yeah, she wanted to get typecast. You say, well, this one takes place in the Bahamas. That's a uh, you know, three-week shoot. You're going to be just hanging out in one of those films in Mexico. I mean, that's, that's how you get Freddie Prince, Prince to say, well, I was going to do Scooby-Doo, but all right, <laughs> we can push that back. I reschedule Scooby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, so, you know, and without getting too much into the plot and stuff, yeah, that's yeah. the kind of stuff I enjoy. Just and we can spoil this movie. It's, uh, yeah, sure. It's sure. what. 23 years. Wow. It's crazy when we do these movies from the 90s, just yeah. how old we are. Yeah. <laughs> and I love a good storm on an island. Yeah. Like, some of my favorite movies are Storms on an Island, Jurassic Park. Mm. You know, that You know that one's awesome. Key Largo. Just yeah. like, if there's a storm on an island, good shit goes down. Castaway. I mean, there was a storm before the island. Yeah, yeah. Like, you put them together. Yeah. Um, the Jack Black showing up, I can see at the time, just because as a character, I was like, "Oh, this character's fucking annoying." Oh yeah. But it's Jack Black, and it's twenty twenty. I was like, "Oh, I fucking know Jack." And I just appreciate when Jack Black shows up in anything. I, I can't remember the last time I it, watching like uh, Enemy of the State, and he's one of the guys in the in the, in the van. You're like, "That's fucking Jack Black." Yeah, yeah. You know, he kind of had this before he hits full Jack Black stardom. It was, uh, you know, he shows up in, like, the cable guy as the yep. co-worker. And, or uh, High Fidelity. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, he's, he's the third guy in Saving Silverman, you know. He's, yeah. So, I do like seeing him, but, uh, yeah, if he's the comic relief, I was like, this, this, this guy sucks. But you're also like, I can't wait this guy. Because all the characters they encounter, especially once they get to the island, I was like, oh, all these people are rude. Hey, yeah. you're at least getting some business hotel manager why don't you why don't you lighten up a little bit yeah I mean literally I mean he's like oh run out the red carpet yeah you should run out the red carpet because you, you got people coming yeah. to your hotel and they no one rented else there. the uh, they, they checked into the honeymoon suites though yeah. that's a pricey room yeah their, money, their money's good yeah why don't you stop being a dick <laughs> uh yeah it's worth that you know end of a long season though they just want to button up the hatches yeah. the the characters in this movie, um, they're all kind of unlikable, except for the only one I wrote down. It's like, you know who I like? The boat captain. That seemed yeah. Like, that seemed like a good guy. I like the boat captain. Yeah. I like the bartender, too. Yeah. Yeah. What was her story, you know? 
yeah, on the run from something. Yeah, telling yeah. every minor business, but yeah, the boat captain Tyrell's, you know, he's sick on the boat. He's just like, hey, get it out. Yeah, just just don't hit the boat. Just don't get it on the boat. Yeah. Two minutes, we'll we'll be there. Um, yeah, I was kind of watching, especially in the second one. I was like, Julia's a bad friend. She, oh yeah, she, she really. I mean, she is the uh, the the target of the fishermen. I, I'm not putting the blame on her that all these people died, but it's not like she's stepping in to like help anybody. Yeah, there, there's a part where um, uh, Brandy. Uh, is in peril. She she steps, you know, she gets caught by the foot, and it's not Julie who goes to save her. It's it's the bartender. It's just like yeah, hey, Julie's just like come on, come on. Yeah, why don't you do something? I, she it, in the first one too. She's like she really does. She does nothing in these movies. Yeah, she's just like she just kind of gets saved, helpless from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that captain, he doesn't die though, does he? Um, he safely drops off Ray. We're just led to believe, like, yeah, he probably yeah. just turned around. I kind of think Ray killed him. <laughs> Ray, he he he's torn up. He he he's on the edge. He got that gun. Yeah, yeah, dropped him. Yeah, <laughs> just, he he never killed a man before. You know, he thought he had killed a man twice. He didn't know how to load a gun. He Turns had to out, pawnbroker to yeah. load the gun. He he failed twice at killing a man. <laughs> He did not want to fill a third time, so he's like, I gotta get one. I gotta get one out of my system. Practice, yeah, I could practice. Kill the boat captain. Um, I like that this movie uh, reintroduced me to the cocktail, uh, The Dark and Stormy, which just sounds like a tasty beverage. It, what's in that again? Dark rum, uh, ginger beer. The recipe I found online is it's dark rum, ginger beer, lime juice. But I swear the bartender says a dash of Tabasco. It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. I think it, 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 that might be her secret. That might yeah, be it might her, be a little her little uh, little twist. Yeah, add a little add a little spice nasty. to it. But uh, yeah, rum and ginger beer. That sounds like a tasty cocktail. Yeah, I mean, uh, can can you roll into a bar and just order a dark and stormy? They'll know what, or they got to Google it. I googled it and it came up dark and stormy cocktail. And yeah, I mean, it's just just so any. Any bartender worth their their rim salt should be able to conjure up a dark and stormy five seconds after you order it. Yeah, I hope so. Because next time I'm I'm at a beach or by a pool, if we're in Vegas, doesn't a dark and stormy just sound tasty? It sounds refreshing. Because you got the ginger beer. It's not super sugar. It's not like a soda. It's right. not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's like a ginger, a little rum, tropical rum taste. Yeah, a little twist twist of lime, maybe a dash of coconut. Oh, Malibu? Maybe. Yeah. Gingerbread Malibu, maybe? Throw that in there. Oh, so, man. Uh, yeah, enjoyed that about, yeah. about that. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, and then, you know, as a sequel, I do like that this does up the stakes. Ten people are killed, and then, you know, you kind of just watch it like a dumb slasher movie. Like, yeah. I, I wish The Fisherman, uh, you know, I kind of wish it would have followed, like, the Friday the 13th or Halloween Get a little creative with the kills. There's only so many times you can swing a hook. Um, he kind of gets that with Jack Black, but uh, outside of that, it's just swinging hooks. At and it also doesn't make sense. He's If he's swinging a hook, he shouldn't get these slash kills. No, he definitely should not. It's in the name. Yeah. These hooks should all be getting caught. Yeah, they should be getting stuck. He should be meat hooking everyone. Like, yeah. when he's getting these slash kills, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Hook's not a great... It didn't look like it was a modified hook. Other no. than, like... In this one, it's attached to his arm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Because the last one he had his hand ripped off. Ripped off, yeah. So this one he had to he had to fashion himself. But uh, yeah, not a great weapon for a uh, a mass killer. Yeah, and and not utilized enough as a utility. Yeah, you know he's using it. You know he's hooking a guy through the jaw, which is is pretty pretty brutal. But worse like the Captain Hook move where he slides down the rope or or you know zip lines down something on using his hook. Yeah. You know, if you got a utility weapon like that, you should be using it for killing and utility purposes, and transportation. Um, even maybe have him like use it to, you know, I don't know, like hold up, like a, I don't know. What else would you do with a hook, Mark? Mm. Carry a big block ice. Carry, carry some ice. With it. That's what it's designed for. Maybe you know have a scene where he's on he's on a boat a fishing boat and mm-hmm. he's and they they they're hook, they hooked a hooked a big tuna yeah and the deckhand sucks he's like I got it he gaffs the gaffs the fish yeah and they're like oh this guy's all right yeah turns out no he's a killer I mean yeah what do you do for a year I'm just saying man coin. total waste of the hook yeah total waste of the hook you might as well just give him a knife just give him a knife give him a knife then he could slash people with yeah. it uh. What didn't you like about I still know what you did last summer? Um, I hated that whole twist reveal. Yeah. Especially when he goes in, his little thing about his name. Yes. And that's the part I always remember because I was like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Come on, Julie. Ben, son. I'm like, yeah, I got it. We get it now, but I mean, it, Benson's a common name, so yeah. like, why would she have got it back in college, you fucking asshole? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As far as like, you know, he thought he was so clever coming up with that too. And we're, I mean, we're talking about a guy that's got some smarts. I mean, somehow he managed to like pirate, pirate radio frequency to have a, a radio yeah. because they turned the radio on when they're on the phone doing the the phone. Oh, are thing. they? Okay, I thought yeah. it was all on the phone. Yeah, Julie turns the radio up ah. so they could hear it. Yeah, which they always tell you not to do. Yeah, they're yeah, feedback. feedback. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he's got you know that some... should have been their first clue. Something was fishy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're, I always just thought it was so stupid when he's just like, "Come on, Julie, Ben, son." I was like, "Yeah." Once you were like, "It's not my blood." We just I just assumed you were his kid. <laughs> I assumed that's how you were involved. Right. You, you were just some stranger who was like. Yeah, I'll help you I'll out. I'll help you out, bro. Fish hook man. I'll hit that guy with a paddle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and so when they win the the radio thing, no. I like they said the capital of Brazil, and I and and when they said Rio and one, the whole movie, I'm thinking, I don't think that's right. Yeah. And I and I and I think this comes back later, but I'm not gonna open my phone and Google it. I do like the guy. Who plays the uh, the guy who's trying? You know, helps him out, and it's just like he comes in. Oh, the, the voodoo room. guy. The voodoo guy is yeah, just yeah. like Brazil. Just the way he says, it, I was like, that guy's fucking cool. Yeah, he that is guy's cool. cool. He's cool as hell. Uh, but yeah, I didn't want to Google it. Yeah. I was like, I don't think it's Rio. Yeah. But I had just watched Starship Troopers like a couple weeks ago. Something. Is it Buenos Aires? Yeah. I'm from Buenos like, Aires. That's not even in Brazil. Yeah, and I say kill them all. Kill them. Um, it is such an elaborate scheme to yeah. to murder. Really, he his goal, Ben Willis, 
is to kill two people. He wants to kill Freddie Prince Jr. He wants to kill. He wants to kill Jennifer Lafayette. He wants to kill those two people. Seek revenge. In doing so, he murders ten other people. It doesn't even get to those two. But the whole we're gonna fake um, a radio contest. We're gonna pay for them to fly and book these rooms. And they, they tried to say it was like, oh, he used to work on this island, but it's like, man, it's an elaborate yeah. plot to just just kill him. Yeah, and and, and it's like the mo- the screenwriter and you know the director and the producer and all that, like all this behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it's like, well, we want the killer to be toying with his victims. Yeah, but you never really like, hey, I'm fuck like scream, I'm fucking with you. Yeah, like pure like it, it was. Like, well, it makes so much more sense to scream is that the killer follows them. She tries to escape, and the killer follows them. This this is a beyond toying where it's like, I I always have this like thought of like the first Halloween movie, the fact that Michael Myers is this like crazed killer, this quiet stalking, wears a mask and no emotion, but at some point he puts on a ghost costume. And puts on the guy's glasses outside. That's just silly to me. Yeah. That he thinks of that. And so I, I just... I think of Ben and his son, Will, plotting this out. And like, it's just... They got binders. They, and yeah. Like, <laughs> they got to take out, care of all the bookings. Yeah, outlines. They're coming up with a name. They got to... Well, well, they got to save money just to pay for the whole ordeal. Yeah. Like, uh, we could kill them for free tomorrow. But you know what? I'm going to work some overtime, you know, at the McDonald's. I'll do some freelance work yeah. um, so we can save up. We really want to fuck with them. Yeah. I mean, what's it cost? Fourth of July weekend? You're flying from whatever college? So the first movie takes place in North Carolina. Yeah. I don't know where Julie goes to college. I don't know if they ever stay. I believe it was New York. New York. Okay. Yeah. So you're flying from New York. To the Bahamas. That's a pricey ticket. That Ben is a fisherman who is a crazed murderer. What's he been doing for work? And then what's his son been doing? How's his son pay for all this? College student. Maybe he's on a full ride? <laughs> then his son had to get into the college. Yeah. Right. So that was also why. Into the same college. He had to get accepted, work into her inner circle. At any time, he could have just killed her. Yeah. I get it. He's a crazed killer. The, the, this is uh, this is the curse. Is that maybe you know the dad's the crazed killer, but the son's like nah, let's let's mess with them. And he's like, he's real like yeah. no pun intended. He's reeling his fisherman dad in. <laughs> like his dad's just like let me just kill that bitch. Yeah. And he's like no, no. I'm a student. I'm smart. We're gonna we're gonna work this out. Yeah. And he really he just wanted the damn spring break trip paid by his dad to go to Bahamas. Oh, yeah, that was, that was, that was his whole scheme the, whole, the long run. It also begs the question, when does Ben Willis turn into a um, crazed killer that elaborately stalks? Because even in the first one, man, does he go through some work to, like, terrorize these kids before he actually kills them. You know, he, he breaks into Sarah Michelle Geller's house and cuts all her hair. He... Runs over right. Ryan Felipe, but in a way that's not going to kill him. He's toying with them. Yeah, but but in the first movie, it's just a weird. We're, we're really, he he's he's a guy. He had a daughter. Her daughter dies in a car accident. He blames the daughter's boyfriend. He writes him a note. 
and the note's like, I, I never forget what you did or whatever, because it's mistaken as a suicide note. But I think he just pushes that guy off the edge of a cliff. Right, yeah. And then he gets hit by a car. Is that when he goes crazy? Is it Was it spending some, some time in the ocean? Or he was just, now someone's messing his head. He's like, okay, I gotta fuck with you. I'm, I'm gonna kill Johnny Galecki. I'm gonna seal that guy's Letterman jacket. I'm gonna put the jacket on the dead body. I'm gonna cover that with crabs. And then when she's gone, I'm gonna clean it all out. Just to mess with them. Ray, he's cool. I'm not gonna fuck with him. Nah, yeah. <laughs> he's fisherman. The ultimate fucking Ray's a fisherman, man. You know, you don't it's fuck a with another fisherman. In the first movie, he clotheslines Ray on the dock. He gets Julie on the boat. He's gonna kill Julie. Is he done then? Does he go back after Ray? Or is it truly Ray's a fisherman? He's cool. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he wants to kill was Ray. He, if he killed Julie, was he? Was Even his, though Ray was the one driving. Yeah, was his work done? Yeah, I think so. I think Ray. I think Ray lives. Ray lives. Yeah. If, if if Ray doesn't get on that little dingy boat and chases after him, he gets away scot free. Yep. Uh, he doesn't get his buddy killed. Uh, you know, singing uh, scorpions or whatever. That was a cool scene, though, wasn't it? I did enjoy that. Like. Yeah. One, I I was bummed that guy died. Uh, yeah, I actually enjoyed um, the the adventures of Ray and his buddy. Yeah, they just had good uh, yeah. good, good chemistry. Good chemistry, and the, the singing was good. And I think Ray and his buddy as um, was that John Hawks. He yeah. shows up in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, had better chemistry than Ray and Julie do. Yeah, I buy them as friends more than I buy them as yeah. a couple. Uh. And when you first see that his friend, you're thinking, oh, this guy's the dick. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be, like, the one that's like, Ray, you got to drop that chick. You think he'd be, like, the the Brandy? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no. He's like, no. Yeah, he's just cool guy. He's like, you know what? Yeah. I'll go surprise with her, and I'll go up hang out with my homies. Yeah. In Boston or whatever. Let's I guess do it. She was in Boston? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then, there's also, there's just, there's, like, bad dialogue in this movie. If we're still on the negative. I, I wrote a couple down where it's just like, yeah, we're watching the movie. You don't have to tell us. Uh, Brandy at one point goes up to a door that has a big padlock on it. She pushes it and goes, it's locked. I was like, yeah, I know. We're here. You can see the lock. We're watching. Uh, or uh, uh, Will shows up after after being attacked. and uh, you know, We kind of get the jump scare. And then Julie goes, oh, my God, it's Will. I was like, yeah, we see him. And there's just a bunch of examples of them just saying what what, what is happening. I was like, yeah. We're, we're watching. I'm following along. You don't have to. You don't have to repeat yourself. Um, does this movie do anything better than I know what you did last summer? Um, for me, I, it, it's what I mentioned in the good. The setting. I like an island setting. Kind of isolate the, isolate the victims. Um, impending storm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the as first, far as a part two goes, like. It's a great setting. For yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that yeah. that's better. I know they probably wanted to attach it to an already existing movie that was such a big hit too. But I think in this this just could have been a, like this would have been a cool a cool movie. Bunch of college kids go uh, on vacation to the, the like. I think you could have taken this this movie and not it just made it its own like slasher movie. Yeah. Like, the yeah. setting alone. Like, kids go to a resort, it's off-season, storm hits, and BT Dubs, there's a killer on the island. Yeah. Tur- tur- turns out that's his thing. He, yep. he, he tricks people into coming down here. Yep. 
in fact, because he's afraid to fly. The whole staff, yeah, he's afraid to fly, so he has to get people to him. The whole staff is in on it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we still get the get it, Julie, Ben, ben son. son. It's like, well, no, this this is a new movie to us. <laughs> it's a new universe. Now, actually, we don't get it. Thanks for clarifying. That being said, if you're Julie and you've been having these nightmares, you survive this. Your your best friends are dead. Uh, you you you're so jumpy. Everything. If you met a guy named Will Benson, would it, not that you would suspect he's the son, but wouldn't you be like, that's fucking weird? Because just last summer I killed a guy named Ben Willis. Not that she should suspect them, I just think that the name should have registered well, in her head. For her, yeah, being, being that. Being her. She's having these mental things, yeah. and yeah, that should have. <laughs> she should have been like. You'll never, you'll never believe this, but that, yeah, that should have clicked. Will, Will, uh, Will is right. Yeah, you're dumb, Julie. You didn't get <laughs> you're it. You're dumb. You're dumb. You should have got this. <laughs> um, Why do I have to explain it to you now before I'm about to shove you in a in a grave? Yeah. What 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 does do worse? What 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 did this not follow through with? I, I know what you did last summer. I mean, well, you hit it on the the, you know, the dialogue was bad. The the acting wasn't. Great. Yeah. Either. Uh, casting was okay, I guess. Uh, but the acting from the cast members wasn't. Especially no. the new cast members. Yeah. Ray was doing Ray. Julie was doing Julie. Yeah. Which, um, don't think out of the first movie, those were the two strongest. No. I mean, if you're going on just acting talent and you reshuffled it, I know you do that summer, should have started Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Felipe. As just, I think those are just the two more talented actors. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And then, Mackay Pfeiffer, uh, he was just super annoying in this movie. I was like, you're you're kind of a bad dude. Like, you're not a you're not a killer bad, but just as, like, a supportive friend, you're kind of a jerk. I mean, he was, he was there to get laid. Yeah. That's all he cared about. But, yes, that was. But their relationship, they, they have had sex before, right? This wasn't... What kind of fight for wasn't going to lose his virginity on this trip? I have no clue. <laughs> he, I mean, based on the way he was acting, you were like, oh, this guy thinks he's going to get laid for the first time, and it keeps getting snatched from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But based on their relationship, I was like, but th- these two people have sex. I, yeah, that's what I thought, it, too, but I, I don't know. It, it was very weird. <laughs> I mean, he... he, he right before he dies, what what's he say? The last thing he says so is... He's fucking horny. Fucking horny. Yeah. He puts that right on top. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Fucking horny. He wasn't scared, though. <laughs> wasn't scared. <laughs> and then hooked through the neck. Hook, yeah. That, that's his one move. That was a laugh out loud moment for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't think this movie does anything. It, it, it ups the kills. It ups, ups like the gore factor, but it just doesn't really do much different it kind of i guess it adds like the scream twist of like oh there are two killers um he has an accomplice in it uh do you know what a snickersnack is no i learned this term today uh this movie was not favorably reviewed by one roger ebert he actually put it on his most hated list uh and he says that that this movie relied too heavily on stings and snickersnacks a sting of course is is a is a musical cue you know, yeah. turn around, boom, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, it alerts us that it's going to kill. A snicker snack 
is the sound a blade makes when it is ran against metal. That, that's the actual definition. So that's a shing, shing. Yes. In movie terms, a snickersnack is when a blade is shown and it makes a sound, even though oh, yeah. it shouldn't make a sound. Right. But he, right. he references that several brandishing times. The bla- brandishing the hook. And brandishing a blade. Yeah. When Julie in her apartment grabs a knife, it makes a snickersnack. And um, that's just a fun term. So That is a fun term and I and uh, a sound effect that I do appreciate. Yeah. The snickersnack. Because I always like to think, why is that blade vibrating? Yeah. Well, I don't care. It sounds cool. Oh, you, you can apply this to, to real life. If you're, uh, you know, you, 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 hear, you hear the sound, uh, perhaps someone's in the kitchen and they're sharpening a knife, you go, oh, did you do a snickersnack in there? He's <laughs> like, yeah, about to carve this turkey. <laughs> It's like, all right. Strong stick snack. That's nice and sharp. That's a strong stick snack. Uh, yeah. I want to know if Roger Deaver, he's writing that review, and he's like, I know there's a word for it. I know there's a term. And he's just devouring all his dictionaries, and his the source is like, what is that fucking term? Yeah. For, I, mean, I'm a, I have a doctorate in, in movie... History and American uh, literature, I should know the vocabulary for the term. And drove him nuts, and then he finally got it. Because that's, I mean, that's a great sentence. The movie relies too heavily on stings and snickersnacks. It's excellent. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's why he's Roger Weaver. That's why That's why he's the best. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, this movie, uh, the first movie, 42% of Rotten Tomato. Can you guess what I still know you did last summer? 23. Seven. Oh. Yeah. Howie. I don't know if it's Seven. But, yeah, probably 20 is probably where, if yeah. I was going to grade this. I don't, and I don't know if the original is 42 bad. I think 42 is a solid six. I'd pass it. I mean, I, I I don't think it would be a fresh, but I would say, like, yeah. a little more than 50. It's not. I'd say it's, like, if 50 is, like, the halfway mark, yeah. to me it's a little better than average if for it's... a Snickersnack steak movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's not clever or smart the way Scream was, or inventive, but it was just a slash. It was it's a slasher movie. I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know, people like these type of movies. You know, they don't all be. You know, how did this one? How did the second do compared to the first in the box office? Uh, so twenty four million dollar budget. Obviously, you got you got to get people down to the Bahamas. Well, and, I, and Freddie Prince and Sarah Michelle or uh, Jeff Lee yeah. would probably demanded a little more. Oh, that's right. And, I mean, Jack Black. You know, oh, you can, you can get him. Uh, $84 million um, at the uh, the domestic box office. It did, uh, there was a straight-to-DVD sequel, I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer, which, um, from what I understand, uh, has absolutely nothing to do with uh, this franchise. They just borrowed the name. What year did that come out? Um, I don't have that right off the top of my head. Let's see. I'll always know what you did last summer. Um, is a movie. I think it takes place in like it doesn't even take place in like the Bahamas or North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not involve a fisherman. So they literally just. I think they. I think they took the concept of like something happens one summer and then the next summer. Um. Sure. Yeah. Someone concept, goes back for a revenge. The concept in the title. 2006. Oh, six? Yeah, so, so nearly 10 years later. Almost 10 years later, and they, they're thinking, oh, that movie, the name of that movie still still pulls? Yeah, because as far as uh, the name, I mean, these are kind of dumb names for a movie. I, I get it's based off a book, but 
as far as like a movie title goes, I I know you did last summer. It's kind of, kind of dumb. It is. It's, and yeah. well, where do you grade as as a sequel goes? I still know you did last summer. Take it in context of the original title. I give it a thumbs up. I don't know if that was my grading. If my grading, yeah. Scale is thumbs up, thumbs down. I think you were giving letter grades last time. So I'll give it a a, a, a B, a yeah. solid B. Like, given the context of the first one being, I know I know what you did last summer, like the sequel, I still know what you did last summer. I think that works. Yeah. I mean, the first one's way too long anyway. Yes. Might as well make this one a little longer and then it's recognizable as a sequel. Well, here's what I don't like about it. One, yeah, the, the title's too long. I guess you're already working with that. So the two things I don't like about it is it's it's I still know right there you're telling me oh, the fisherman's back and if you're trying to create some sort of who done it mystery um, which I guess they they don't really do there is no mystery but there is a twist uh, but you're telling me I still know it's like okay so he, yeah it's the same guy he didn't die he still knows um, also I still know you did last summer well last summer. They took your hand and threw you after you killed their friends. So is that what you remember, or is it what you remember what they did two summers ago? Which begs the question, what's the better title? I still know what you did last summer, or I know what you did two summers ago, and then you do two, like, real big. Oh, man. Yeah. I know what you did two summers ago. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, two. Like, you picture the poster. You know, I know what you did two, like, real big. Or maybe it's just the title's a question. Do you remember the summer before last? Remember the summer before last, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the summer before last. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a great title. <laughs> I still uh, know what you did the summer before last summer. The, the summer before last, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Do you need to watch I Know What You Did Last Summer in order to watch I Still Know What You Did Last Summer? I think you kind of do. Yeah. I, I do think you you got to have some some knowledge of that. This movie does go out of its way to backfill you in. Um, but, I yeah, I think you got to watch the first one in order to really get what, what was happening. Yeah. I don't think the, the, the Julie's first dream sequence is enough to, like, fill you fully in. I still there might be confusion. Although, I guess if you watch the first the second one first, and you're like, oh, he had a son? I guess I better watch the first one. That's not, that's not covered in there. Yeah. That, that's that's new information. Yeah. And then I still know you did that. Oh, where are we at? I, I almost skipped to our, our, our best category. Does this need to be remade? 2020. We're talking 23 years later, as we've already mentioned. Um, would you like to see a sequel or a remake? I mean, we're getting to Scream 5. Do we need a... I still remember what happened 23 summers ago. Man, I, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, but I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that against a reboot. Just uh, so uh, going back to you're I'm gonna have to explain it in the Kevin Smith term. Is Jennifer Hewitt involved, or do we just? <laughs> if we're thinking James and Bob reboot definition of reboot, or are we just saying hey we're we're, we're just. We're taking the title, we're taking the idea of teenagers killing somebody. I think I'm thinking a reboot's with the idea, right? A remake is yeah. a, a remake of the script. Yeah, okay, I like that, yeah. So, 
Yeah, that, that's a clear definition. I think I am going for. I would be okay with a remake. Okay. Of the franchise. Yeah. Um. I don't think we need it. Yeah. But I would be okay with it. Yeah, I I actually I, like. I think I lean reboot. Let's get rid of the fisherman. Let's get rid of the dumb hook. That's not cool. Just the idea. Kids do something one summer, the next summer, they got paid for it. Yeah. And, Here come the receipts. And I, you know, I really enjoy this kind of movie. Yeah. Like, I like the Scream movies. These movies, they're not good, but they're fun to watch. Yeah. Um, these teen slasher movies, and I don't, I'm sure they're still putting them out here and there. I, th- I feel like everything now is so, like, there's ghosts or... Yes. Everything's ghosts. Well, everything kind of comes, I mean, it's just based on popularity, you know, yeah. it's the trend. Yeah, I think right now ghosts ghosts are real. Found footage and ghosts. Yeah, that, that's what's so, hot right now. I'd like to, you know, I, I'm. I think we're due for a, some a slasher run. I know, you know, you know what's big now is like the psychological horror. Yeah, it's, yeah, and those are great. Oh, I, I mean, there's room for these too. Yeah, I mean, the thing like the Ari Aster movies. Yeah, that's, that's its own realm. Like, yeah, those things are so like on another level. I'm not gonna complain about watching The Witch or Get Out, but right. sometimes I do want to see someone just get hooked in the face. Yeah. And I mean, like, Us is probably pretty close to a slasher. It's, yeah. uh, Us is the closest thing. Like, you, you mentioned Get Out. But really, but Us. even Us is just too smart to be in this film. Yeah. And no one dies in Us. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I'm just looking at your movies up there and, like, what else is there? I mean, maybe, I guess, like, the Halloween, the latest Halloween was. Yeah. A, I mean,. It, those are slasher movies. I still, which haven't, maybe I still we're, haven't seen that. Yeah, which maybe we're getting back to it. So, I mean, we're getting to Scream 5. Halloween. Now, I guess, again, everything kind of goes in cycles. I yeah. feel like 2007 to 2012, we were getting the remakes. Then we kind of had the original ideas. Then we got really heavy into ghosts. I'm trying to think when Paranormal Activity. So we had, like, the slashers, and then I feel like we went into, like, the... Then Saw happened. Saw was super innovative. And yeah. that led us down into the torture porn yeah you know yeah. too too gory then the slashers came or you know then, then the reboots came so it's like oh Halloween remake Friday the 13th remake all these remakes then we got Paranormal Activity and that just set off a whole bunch of Paranormal Activity Conjurings yeah but then the Conjuring game and then Ghosts were super hot right yeah. now or for that time and now yeah then you get like um, the Ari Aster you know and now it's like oh everybody wants to make like the smart horror movie yeah um. Yes, yeah, so maybe, but maybe now we're back in the cycle of like the '90 remake, where now we get Scream, and maybe now it's the perfect time for I know what you did last summer remake. I don't want to see Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prinze Jr. back. No, 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 no. I, I don't think either. they fit. Neff Campbell kind of grew with the series of Scream. Yeah, I think it'd be weird. I mean, they were Jennifer Hewitt was 19 in this movie, and for me, I was like Julie James is. I, I don't want to know what happened to her because. The way she was in the second one, uh, she she's, must have had a mental breakdown. I can't imagine 23 years later what her life is now. Yeah. And having a fisherman come back after her again. It's either she's moved on completely, let's let her have it, or she's a complete nutbag, and I don't want to see that either. I did love that little thing at the end. Freddie Prince Jr. loves that electric toothbrush. Yeah. Pre, you know, this is, I mean, the Sonic Care, it's coming. That was, <laughs> I just thought, <laughs> man, I love this thing. Yeah. I say that every morning. <laughs> Brush my teeth, I get to pull out the Sonic, and I go, I love this I love thing. This thing. <laughs> Tells you exactly when to switch uh, switch uh, zones, you know? Quadrants. Quadrants. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, and then the final. I still know you last summer. Did we need it? No, no, I don't think it. I don't think we needed a sequel. I, I, I think, especially th- since there wasn't a, a second book. Yeah. Since there was only the one book. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, money's money. The studio's just trying to make money. Yeah, I get. It from I don't the fault it. Financial but. standpoint of it, but they were already. Um, you know, they were already starting from a tough place because the title, they, they were so tied in that title of I Know What You Did Last Summer. So then it was like, oh, it's a year later. It's like, oh, you guys have come up with another title. That's going to be hard for you guys. <laughs> let's let's let, let this go. Yeah. 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 And you know, I don't feel like anybody's heart was in this. Nah. You know, maybe Jack Black. He's, he's the only one going for it. He went for it. Yeah, he's like, I'm doing my, I'm doing the Jack Black shtick. I like the character that had the, the, is it a Bahaman accent, but didn't have the, he, like when the tourists are there. Oh, yeah. He's, and, but after then when like, they're going, it just turns out, yeah, he's just a guy. Just trying like, to get through this week, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he says. Yeah. But yeah, when the tourist guy is like, uh, you know, welcome to the Bahamas, you know, really hams it up for Yeah, him, yeah. You know? uh, but yeah, I, I mean, of course, you always get why sequels and remakes happen, but this is one. We, we didn't need it. First one's fine enough, and then, you know, it, it just kind of lives in this area of just, like, wrong turns and urban legend and, mm-hmm. you know, just the, all the slasher movies that, that kind of came with it. What were the um, Final Destinations? Oh, yeah, that, that was, was in the realm, I think. Yeah. It's in this kind of realm thing. Yeah, not a slasher, but definitely just the thing where it's like, we're just going to get a bunch of young actors right before they hit, and... Um, yeah, and then just kill them all, pumping out sequels. Yeah, and then yeah, then of course there's. I, mean, I feel like that Final Destination came out like four years ago. There must be five of those movies yeah. at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. I still know what you did last summer. If uh, you have uh, opinions, if you have strong opinions, if if uh, if you saw, I'll always know what you did last summer, and you can fill us in on the plot details of that. Uh, you can let us know. DBTGPodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter. Um, and then iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are available. You can rate, review, uh, you know, pass it on. It's Halloween time. It's October. It's a perfect movie to listen to. Yeah, it's a good transitional yeah. movie. We're going. We got. We kind of got the summer, and then we're into the slasher kind of traditional yeah. o- October Halloween time. That's you know? right. And we are going to October. Shock Rocktober. <laughs> Toyota thon. Toyota thon. <laughs> We're going to keep the, the horror movie train going into October. We are watching the 2019, I think, animated remake, I guess, of the television show, The Addams Family. So we're watching The Addams Family. I think we're going to watch the night. We're going to watch the Raw Julia Addams Family. We're, watch, we're watching the, for the show, we're yeah. reviewing the animated. We're reviewing the animated. We are gonna pre-watch, yeah. not the TV show, right? The I'm gonna see if I can find an episode. Though. The movie, I bet, I think they're on Hulu. Oh, okay. I, on Hulu. I was gonna see if I can find it on YouTube or something. Starring Raw Julia, Christina Ricci's in that. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, Angelica Houston, I believe. Which, which had did spawn Adam's Family values. values, but we're not watching values. We're not watching values. We're going right to the animated film. Right. We're saving values. This I think is, is it our, values on a, on many people's list for really highly rated sequels. 
I'd be interested. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to visit it once. I as a kid, and we'll, we'll get into it more next week. Adam Family was always on, mm-hmm. and then I feel like Values was equally just as much. This might be, Values might be another. Put out one year, next year we're putting out yeah. a sequel. Yeah. I think they waited a couple years because I think Raul Julia passed away. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's in Values. I don't know. I don't either. We'll have to find out, but not next week. Next week we're watching the animated film, which you can see on Hulu, if you would like to watch along. Uh, until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guy to sequel remix. Go to the Bahamas, man. Hey, Julie, you see any dead bodies out there?